now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. All right, so here's how I just got out of bed, y'all. It's Wednesday, so you know that's broadcast day. Um, the first thing I said this morning, no, not the first thing, because let me tell y'all. First of all, I can't even say first. It would be like, no, no. Right just a minute ago, right before this podcast, I literally sat down and said, mornings keep coming sooner and sooner. I am recording this one, y'all, right into the 7 a.m. hour on the East Coast, Southeast Coast. I have to say Southeast Coast because I need y'all to really understand I'm in the South, okay? Uh, it's Yolanda, Dryer Buzz. And listen, what you can do is you can, anytime you see hashtag Dryer Buzz, just swipe it. It will filter the entire internet or the platform that you are on uh, for all of these podcasts, the videos, the tweets, all that good stuff. Any Anything that I have shared. And throughout the course of the day, I share everything. I'm that person. I tell you, listen, don't follow me. Unless you follow millions of people. Otherwise, you'll be waking up, grabbing your device like, what? Look, look, here comes Nosy. Whenever y'all hear that little ding, 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 and I know you heard it today because I'm not using my uh, ear, ear, earphones or my microphone. Everything needed to be charged. And the only reason I'm out of bed is because my phone was about to die. Uh, I, have, I left my charger down the hall here. And one of the reasons I left the charger down the hall is because I'm like, I need my phone to be on minimal resources. Otherwise, I'd be up all night. Uh, I've I started going to bed kind of early because there's a show. There's there's a show I watch on television, and then there's uh, a show I watch online. Not even a show, just, well, I, they're a show. We're all a show. Um, so I watch um, um, a show, a couple shows online that are on the West Coast. They come up pretty early. It's pretty Kind of late here on my end, but um, I I usually head head to bed about and you know me head to bed means like about eight between eight and nine. It depends on if I get to a stopping point and I can go down go up the hall down the hall up the hall. I don't know how to say it down the hall, but anyway, so uh, not anyway and. So last night I I had a pretty good shutdown process of going to bed. Had a long had a long day. I got a lot. Done? Did I get a lot done? I got a, I got a couple things done. Um, I also made some cabbage soup, y'all. I, I saw a recipe, and I'm like, oh, and I had a cabbage in there. And nobody eats cabbage. Like, I, I like cabbage. In fact, I prefer to cook cabbage than greens. And then you shouldn't be eating I don't know what we should be eating at what time now, because you don't know what the season is. But a um, long time ago... Um, when I was a young mom, I switched to having, you know, making cabbage more than greens or turnips or any of those things. Right. And, uh, and, and one, I, I like cabbage, especially if you just, you know, cook it a little bit, don't overcook it, just, just wilt it a little bit. And then there are a couple of ways. And I even like to add it to other things because it's just good and hearty, right? For me, but I'm the only one that apparently, I guess I might've, I might've cooked it a little too much. Kids don't, kids don't care for it. Don't even ever think about it. But I was looking at, I was looking at a couple of videos yesterday and uh, I saw uh, a couple of recipes for cabbage. I'm like, I got that cabbage in there. I need to use it. And I know this is not the kitchen podcast, but that's something I got done yesterday. I'm just checking off the list yesterday. And I also uh, made dinner. I also saw another hack, kitchen hack, was about these bay leaves. You know, my mother always had bay leaves in the pantry, in the cupboard, right? Always. And there was always a bay leaf in everything. And I just happened to feel like 
today, and you know, I did the whole couple of years in the kitchen, and I'm still in the kitchen. I was back in the kitchen yesterday. I went actually went live in the kitchen yesterday. Um, and I just remember always having to pick a bay leaf out of whatever we were eating. It always ended up on somebody's plate. And it was just she and I in our home, so I was always a bay leaf somewhere. And I said, you know what? I I saw this video and this guy, I've seen, you know, when you were thinking of stuff, you start to notice it more. And I just been wondering, like, whatever happened with the bay leaf? You know, because it's not, it's not a standard that I buy. Like I, even though I've been in the kitchen and I've learned to follow different recipes, you know, the things that I have, it might've been, oh, you need a little bit of this, a little bit of that in the various recipes. And then you, that's how you end up with all kind of stuff in your in your cupboard. So I've been thinking about bay leaf. I'm like, I wonder if that's the little bit of flavoring that we've been missing because there's so much out of our diet now because of this whole convenience track we went down. And I know in my family, we've been trying to undo that uh, for so long. We've been trying to undo it for so long, literally for the past four years, five years. Um, dialing back the canned goods and, and had some really awesome friends that I was watching online, uh, that are totally vegan, uh, chefs, uh, you know, everybody for all kinds of health reasons. And of course, you know, we had to do that for my mom, uh, who had a very healthy appetite and, and always cooked these big dinners and so forth. Um, and so now, you know, I'm like, I'm reaching a certain age and I'm getting these pains and twinges and uh, running off to the emergency room, you know, uh, just trying to do a TikTok challenge, aggravating this and aggravating that. And now I need to really like, okay, wait a minute. And then to put it on the pandemic pounds, everybody's put on the pandemic pounds and I'm like, and even though I've always carried, a, you know, extra weight, because I like it, you know, who don't like a curve here or there or a little thickness there, <coughs> you know, and who don't want to be changing out their wardrobe as much as we have to. Um, but I need to dial it back a little bit. So I was like, I, I saw the cabbage recipe and I'm like, nobody's going to eat the cabbage. Why don't I make some cabbage? Why don't I just make cabbage soup? And so that's going to be my, my meal today. You know, I don't really do breakfast. Um, cause usually by the time I finished my morning routine, it's now lunchtime, except for today being that it's a seven o'clock hour. Uh, so I may, but I need to go in. I said, I'm going to, I made it yesterday and you already know any kind of soup always tastes good the next day or pretty much anything. So if you can, um, you know, stage your food, make your food, um, you know, you think about like people who do the meal, only thing I don't like about meal prep. And I have, I've watched that journey is this. And I, un, I understand if you are trying to regulate or detox and all of that, you need to feed yourself the same thing. And I'm probably going to have to do that. And I'm going to think about it, but I need, we, and we, let me say we up in here, we need something different every day, even though we, because, because there's only two of us now, um, there, there are a lot of leftovers. So we do double back. We just try not to eat it the next day. And then, two, it, it's always more tasty and more beneficial if it sits a day, you know. So, like like yesterday, the day before yesterday, we doubled back on the spaghetti that was made. Um, my daughter made a big pot of baked spaghetti. And 
I was like, well, I, I think I'll go ahead and, and we should have froze half of it right then and there because I still got to go. And as a matter of fact, that might be my lunch today because it was actually really good. And I kept trying to figure out why is the spaghetti like so good? Well, I did. I had these roasted garlic tomatoes that I was going to put in something else. And she was like, no. But then she took my roasted garlic tomatoes and put them in her spaghetti. I'm like, no wonder the spaghetti was so good. So I'll probably have that for lunch today because it's only like a little slither left and I was going to actually freeze it. Um, yesterday was my day to actually clean out the fridge. And so I did, I did a little bit of, I got rid of some of the stuff and, and, uh, I actually made, uh, yesterday being taco Tuesday. Uh, the other hack I saw was the guy when he browned his ground beef, he threw like four or five. Um, and I think he, he he actually said to me not to use as many as he did because you know I, I commented on the thing and I really want to try that because I really felt like uh, something something's missing and I have these bay leaves and I don't want to have them in there forever. So when I saw I got excited when I saw him um, put bay leaves just in the browning of the ground beef. And then I remembered the whole Chipotle thing where everybody was posting that they were ending up with these bay leaves in their food and not recognizing what it was. So I put two bay leaves in there and a little cumin. I mean, who doesn't have cumin? I should have just done a po- kitchen pockets. But who doesn't have cumin in the cupboard and not know what to do with it? So I, and yesterday, I didn't have any taco seasoning. But when Patty Betty came in right at the end of me finishing this, she tasted it. And I'm I'm trying to get a reaction out of her. She's like, um, what? I'm like, you just tasted something you've never had before. I need more reaction to that. She's like, it's Taco Tuesday. I said, yes. And I had no taco seasoning. And she looked at me like, wait. She said, and it gave me the whole, you should have led with that. You know, there's no taco seasoning in there. I mean, you know, that little convenience package you get at the store, um, you know, and you dump it into your taco meat, right? And I said, I didn't have any taco seasoning. So then she started trying to break it down. Like, wait a minute, because that, that's full of, that's extremely full of flavor. And the flavor, again, coming from the uh, ingredients that I'm putting there, the bay leaves with the cumin. And I did add some, I had 10 minutes into this guy, 10, 12, 13. Um, I did have some uh, steak seasoning and so that. So the cumin, because I always thought it was maybe like chili powder, because, you know, it's like red when you get, and I've been trying to figure it out because, not because I don't want to buy, the, well, I actually don't want to buy the convenience pack because, you know, then they throw a whole bunch of other stuff up in there, up in it. But I also wanted to, Start adding the bay leaves. And I bought the bay leaves because I'm going to have to do a kitchen podcast. It's too much. All right. So yesterday, um, that was the day. So we had a really good dinner yesterday. Really good day um, working and, and, you know, being productive, reading this this book. that We are trying to get the author of this book that I bought, 52 Time Management Hacks, on with us today on Leading Women Wednesday. And on Wednesday, again, I'm... I I wake Wednesday is Tuesday and Wednesday are some of my better days as far as being creative, as far as being productive, as far as even getting out of bed, um, because it's two of the day two of the days that I'm clear as to what it is I have to do, right? And Tuesday, you know, it's really Tuesday is like my weekend. It's really my day where I I'm not beholden to anything, but if I do have any loose ends that need tying up, I could tie those up 
or if I if I can get a jump on anything, I'll I'll do that on Tuesdays. Wednesdays, because the broadcast is smack dab in the middle of the day, like I was just sitting here talking about what I want to have for lunch, I need to either eat before or immediately immediately, immediately after. And I don't like to eat after because we have an early dinner, because we have dinner, you know, around about five o'clock. And so I need to, you know, and usually I'm like procrastinating through breakfast. I actually did have breakfast yesterday because I woke up hungry. I was hungry yesterday. So I had a, a bacon, bacon, egg, cheese burrito. Uh, and I'm only calling it burrito because I wrapped in a tortilla shell. Because we cannot keep bread. Are you guys like me? We cannot keep bread. We Either we're not eating it fast enough. Um, and mostly we're not eating it fast enough. We just don't. We're not doing a lot of sandwiches because, you know, we really cook around here. So, and I have been wanting a good sandwich. And then we were going to, um, do sandwiches last week. We we were just real creative with the, with the food because I think during this pandemic, you know, there's not much that you can enjoy right now. You know, you can't, you, some of the places are open, uh, and there's a, there's a grand open. There was a grand opening recently. I keep trying to get out to, and we'll probably do that this weekend. Uh, my son came home from out of, out of the country. So he's quarantining. Um, and so, you know, we're waiting to, he gets and he's having to, not only is he quarantining, but he's, you know, exhausted from the time difference, still trying to adjust to the time difference. And uh, so we haven't, you know, had the family dinner to welcome him back or or him hanging out yet. He's just tired. He's really tired because he had to, you know, that not only did he just like just travel back, he literally had to move back. So there was like a lot that had to be done uh, leading up to this process. And then over this process, he's trying to decide. He's got some decisions to make on his next venture, plus coordinating, you know, his, his move back. With he and all his things kind of thing. And uh, and so he's trying to handle a lot of business on that. You know, so just hanging out. We haven't had a chance to. In fact, one of his sister here with me hasn't seen him yet um, because, again, the quarantine. He, he came by when he came, when he got here because, you know, mommy had to lay eyes on a baby. But he, uh, he then uh, is at my daughter's and he's quarantining. So um, probably, by, I guess, about another week we will, we will get a chance to, you know, hang out and so forth. And so on, the dog uh, was excited to see him. It's actually his dog. You hear me talk about the dog all the time. The dog was actually, he, he is in my mother's. They, they took care of this dog. The rest of us didn't have to be bothered with it. But now he has become my best friend. And just like I came down the hall to podcast, he knows I'm podcasting because I'm sitting here talking to myself, to him. Um, and in order to remain, and I'm hoping that he doesn't hear any, any noise outside, because if he does, he's going to bark. But uh, he is actually laying right here quite close to me, and I have stopped ushering him out of the room when I do this so that he, cause he, cause, because he clearly understands. And that's the thing about it, y'all. Uh, all the rambling I have done for full-on to one fifteen. Minutes into this and all the rambling I have done, one thing I have talked about is how we accommodate each other. And you know that these are unscripted, which is why I rambled. It's unscripted, first thoughts of the morning. Just me out loud, letting everything process, letting saying everything, just letting the words flow. But in all that I have said, I, if you get it, if you're trying to get it or if you're looking for something, is that we adapt, we accommodate. 
you know, we lean, we bend towards each other. I One of the trends I love watching on TikTok, there are people who have, who have uh, cameras aimed at uh, cams, rather, uh, cameras aimed at flowers. You know, people who, uh, I follow a lot of green thumb people. And um, they have these cameras, like a time lapse on plants and, and veg- vegetation and, and all of that. And there's this one, and like the plant wakes up. Like, I used to be so fascinated when I was a kid, when we would be outside playing, and there was always this moment when the plants would all, I don't know what, when uh, the moon was in a certain place or the sun was finally gone. I would always try and catch this moment when the plants would literally like, go to sleep or hibernate, whatever you call it. I don't know, right? In fact, uh, in my peripheral right now, I could turn and look. I brought a piece of a branch in. It had broken off and it was on the ground. But it, it looked exactly like if you were to, you were going to do your family tree, like it was it was a stem and it had all these little tiny branches. I literally brought it in and I stuck it in a vase. It has, it, there's no blooms on it. I didn't try to propagated or anything like that. I literally want it in that state. If you touch it, something's probably going to fall. It'll probably break all the pieces. But what you don't see, it didn't break. It's literally been there probably about a year. I saw it out when I was walking the dog. And I, my intent was to take little uh, little snapshots and little photos to put on there and whatnot. But then I was like, I, I guess I forgot about it. And But it li- literally is, uh, it looks like a... a I can't, basically, I can't kill it. <laughs> I can't harm it in any way. Probably if I tried to propagate it, uh, I think that's the word, populate it, propagate it, I don't know. Uh, it w- I would have killed it by now because all the other plants, like even directly across the room from that, is a, a branch or something I was trying to hold on. I'm not a good waterer, so I need to find something that don't need watering, <laughs> Okay. I have had two, uh, and I have one in my room that I need to water that came from my mom's memorial. I got a plant that had about four to five different uh, uh, plants in it, and I broke it up, and I placed them all in different spots, and I have one left. One left. Um, I have one left, and where I broke them up, put them in some soil, this one, is it's trying its best to hang on. Um, in fact, I'm going to re- try to remember to water that today. Uh, and it's one that is growing. It's, it's a vine-like plant, so it's growing. It's spreading out. You know, it's wiltering right now. But, you know, uh, and then I'm like, maybe, you know, this is the year to let it go because I'm trying to do that whole, you know, wrapping up a five-year plan thing. But we accommodate. We We make accommodations for what we want in our lives. We make accommodations for lives we want to be a part of. We 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 accommodate. We lean. I mean, we do. We 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 what's important, what becomes important even if it's not. And I've been thinking about this a lot because I am I'm wanting a friendship. I'm wanting a friendship that abruptly came to an end. Uh not of my doing and I'm having to process it. Uh, because I thought it was a friendship, but apparently I guess it wasn't. And that happens. That happens. And we, we've done several podcasts talking about various misunderstandings and how misunderstandings go. And I'm a Scorpio, so I'm not about, I'm not that kind of person to go like, Hey, what happened? You know, 
I'm, I'm just not. I'm like, oh, okay, we're here now. Boom, bye. You know, and, and, and to a fault, absolutely to a fault, because I've, I've lived this long, and I've done that a lot, <laughs> an absolute lot. I, I, enti- can, not even a lot. I've done that entirely throughout life. You know, I'm, first of all, I'm an only child. Hey, you know, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I don't know what it is to have something other than my children for an extended time, extended time. I, my, I got my parents too, but you know, again, I'm a Scorpio. It's like, listen, I have had to adapt and make do uh, for a very long time. Even now, my kids are like, well, mom, you got us. And I'm like, okay, remind me <laughs> because I'm that person. Okay, the dog is like, wait, I'm here too. Okay, remind me, remind me. I have to, I, and I literally have to tell people that, remind me. When I'm when, when I run into people, they run up on me, and we're just talking like we got all this history. I'm like, hey, hello, remind me. Because I, I keep it moving, and I keep it moving to a fault. And this is that year where I am, I am, I am full well in addressing the faults because I want to fix some things. I want to ad- adapt to something. You know, I want to fix some things. But remind me. And I got a friend request the other day, and the person was talking about, you know, how far we go back. And, and I don't know. my. And let me tell you, and, and I, I get a sense, my reaction to people is never really what they think. Like, like the reaction I wanted out of my daughter. That was all. It was every bit of me. I'm like, well, damn. I, I just made something that's so succulent with you in mind. And this is your reaction. And that was, that was me all day. Because there have been people that have probably done the same for me. And I'm like, wait, I didn't react. I, I want to fix that. I want to fix that. I want to react. I want to, I want to, here I am. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to mourn the loss of this, relation, this friendship rather than even seek to find out what happened. Because I'm processing it is. We obviously value two different things in this friendship, uh, and it was so one-sided. The only thing that changed in it is what I was giving because now I have to look back and, and realize I was getting nothing in return. So what am I mourning? I'm, I'm mourning the fact that I am being, being the nurturing person that I am. I no longer get to nurture this other person, right? And and so, because nothing was coming, I'm 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 in the only reason I say I'm mourning it because it's like it's over, and I haven't lost anything because I'm real having to realize and face there was nothing coming this direction. Nothing. The only satisfaction, remember sensations and satisfaction. The only satisfaction was here again, me facing an empty nest. I got I I received something uh, by which I could put my attention on. I could shower someone, right? That's the only thing. I was getting absolutely nothing. It's like it's over and I lost nothing. In fact, it's over because I tried to gain something in exchange. It's like, oh, "Okay, well you're doing that, I'm going to do this." And they're offended not because all the stuff that they're doing that's 
clearly like me, I'm doing one thing that they did. And they are apparently offended. Because I was thinking, because I, I, I was in motions of doing that task. And, I'm, and somebody asked me, what did they think? What did the person think? And I'm like, you know what? I haven't heard from them. <laughs> I don't know what they think. Because I didn't get, I didn't get a response. Not a, a, I, got, I got a response, uh, some shock value. I, I witnessed some shock. They had a little bit of shock value. That's the only response I got. And there was nothing after that, 24 into this, 06 into this. There was nothing after that. And that's when I, and, but, but me, I hadn't even thought about it because I figured, oh, they're busy. You know, they got a couple things going on, which already had everybody like, wait, what? You know, right? And the only reason I even knew about that because somebody, you know, because remember people, people witnessed all that we're doing. Um, somebody remarked on the thing and I was like, oh, really? And I was like, well, I hadn't, I hadn't heard from them in a while. Um, and immediately after this, and I'm like, wow. So now I have to mourn that because it's a loss. It's definitely a loss, but it's also a realization. It's a realization. I'm like, whoa, you mean in the years that we were friends, um, there was no exchange. There was no exchange, y'all. There really wasn't. No, zero encouragement, right? None. And yeah, that, it hurts. But, and I don't know if but is the thing. It's like, it's almost like, it's exhausting. It's like, woo, it's, I want to go, you know? Because to, to wake up and to realize that and then to look, and see, you know, it's like, because I think, and, and, and let's do this, let's process this in, in the four and a half minutes we got left. People in situations, when we think about whether or not we should walk away from certain situations, we do, and it is natural that we do this, we process what what's to gain and what's to lose. And I think that's why people, and I can only, only my only reference right now is thinking about people that are in abusive relationships because we always ask, why don't they just leave? Why don't they just leave? Or people who are doing something wrong. Like, you know, uh, in fact, one of my comments this morning in a conversation about, about Trump, one of my friends posted, uh, one of my, you know, connections posted um, something about Trump. And I said, well, you know, the people around him, they, they literally feel like they themselves, they have something to gain. You don't support somebody like that unless you think, you don't support anybody. I think people like that with the negative stuff. Like when you see somebody and you think they should not have anybody around them, but then you see people around them and they, those people think they have something to gain. When I was doing radio, um, and even before that, in my podcast and even in the, in the content, I would always have these panels on, you know, different people. And we would t- come in. In fact, even today, I've invited a couple people to jump on with us uh, for our broadcast, you know, talking about different topics. And whenever we would talk, one, I remember we would always talk about um, fatherhood. 
and we would always talk about relationships and monogamy and all those kind of things. And so it was always difficult, first of all, for me to find people who wanted to openly and honestly talk about these things. And, uh, and also when we went into the conversation with men, you know, and we would always ask, but if, the, if something's not right, when you talk to somebody about something, remember I said we adapt. When you talk to somebody, you're talking about something that's not right. Like this is, there's a clear and defined right and a wrong in a number of things, right? You know, we've gotten to the point where we have some, some people have to work with the blue line, jump over and across the fence, be on both sides, can't decide, and all that kind of stuff. But whenever we would talk about it, y'all, my dog would snort, something wrong and something right. On the side of something wrong, there, there was always this conversation about people who say, well, we never talk about that. Why? Because, because they don't want to have to decide on that person or that thing being right or wrong. And mainly because they themselves have something to gain. If you are friends with somebody who has ill-gotten action, deeds, bad deeds, right? There's good deeds and there's bad deeds. If you are dealing with people who have bad deeds, you are probably suppressing what they do. You draw the line. You have clearly figured out how to draw the line between you and that person. But you're still connected to them because you feel like you have something to gain. I, when I look back and, and I say that I was a walk, I'm a one and done, right? I make sure that I make sure that I don't have to attach myself. And this is how I live. I make sure that I don't have to attach myself to anything or anybody that they are doing something that's so wrong, but I'm going to stick and stay because I have something to gain. I just make sure that what I want or what I even need to gain doesn't have to be tied to doing something wrong. I was raised that way. 30 seconds. I was simply raised that way. I'm just not going to maintain any kind of attachment just because I have something to gain. And I remember deciding to end a relationship. Um, and, and I remember thinking about the things and I was like, Oh yeah. So I have made sure in all of my life that I am never attached to things. I am never attached. To, and, and, and most people present themselves. How, how do we, how do most people present themselves to a person? Their things, their, their material things at 30, we're right at the 30. If you guys got to go, I think that is enough for y'all to work on. If you can pause it, come back later, I'm going to stay. We're going to wrap this up, probably go another 15 minutes because trying to talk this out, because I'm trying to process this, because this is how I get out of, I get out of bed like this, y'all. And I need you to think about this throughout the course of your day. Perhaps. You can't get out of bed right now because you, 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 you adapted to the wrong things. You figured out how to draw those blurred lines. You have to wake up each and every day suppressing all these things you know to be wrong. But your survival is attached to it. You're working at the wrong place. You're in the wrong relationship. You got the wrong type of friends. You know, and every night you go to bed, you have to pray it all. Don't cave in, fall apart. You know what I pray? When I say my prayers at night, thank you for another day of miracles, of letting me see the miracles because I know what it looks like for others. 
Thank you for not letting that be my life. I get to say that each and every night based on how I wake up and how I choose to live my day. Depression has not taken me out. Anxiety has not taken me out. Taken me to the brink of things, but has not taken me out. Because I, I, I organize my day enough that I can stop and smell the roses. I can, I can see the miracles. Yesterday was another day full of miracles. Because I made sure to look in. I made sure that I want to each day know and see God's glory. Put upon this world that is right now plagued. The globe is plagued, y'all. And yet and still there were miracles. I made sure that those that entered my domicile, entered my space, be it physically, mentally, or virtually, that they came with, not because they felt like, and and let me tell you, and I'm real precise and concise with the existence that I allow in. You know, I extended some invitations yesterday and I made sure I'm like, wait a minute, because you're about to give these people permission for a connection, you know. And there were there were a couple things that like made me pause. And I'm like, okay, but wait, wait, check yourself. Right. Are you doing this? Not because and and what I was getting ready to do, the tasks and invites that went out, I said I made I checked myself, you know, I don't want to be. Going cross crossing any lines that I don't ordinarily cross because I think I have something to gain. I'm like, what you what do you want out of this? I'm I'm not I'm not that what's in it for me kind of person. Cause I got me. I'm good. And I and I made sure as I sent those invites to make those connections that they were for the right reason. Because I like starting for the right reason. Because then, and you know I already got, the, you know, remember my chart? If I start something to finish, it's already in sight. I'm just, I'm getting ready for the yes. Between the yes and the finish is the follow through. And at the finish is the evaluation. I don't want to have to evaluate this day. Over some BS. Because that's not how I want to end my day. That's not how I want to go to bed. And that's certainly not how I want to wake up. I woke up today on a Wednesday morning. I'm good. Everybody connected. Because there are some trying to, trying to, you know, attach. But those that are connected, we're good. Yesterday was a good day. Another day full of miracles. Because I can get up and I can do this. I can spend 30 minutes of my morning. There are people out there trying to find 30 minutes, which is why I'm going to have this author on about these 52 time management hacks. There are people like envious, like, oh, how do you get the podcast? You get the podcast every day out. Um, well, first of all, it took 20 years to get here. But you want to do it tomorrow. So, and, and you know what? And, and it can be done. It can be done. I had, I had to raise four kids first. And, and, I, and I podcast then. I had, I had a virtual, I had an entire virtual life then. But I did it at the right time. When I went into my, my little closet office and I had to go in there for four or five hours doing my research and learning about all of this stuff that everybody's now experiencing 20 years ago I did this this whole uh thing that you guys are doing now with this pandemic 
20 years ago, I did that. 30 years ago, as a matter of fact. And I can't tell you the hell I went through to do it. I'm, and, and look, just like we talked about yesterday, I don't want you to have that struggle. I don't want you to have to lose relationships, end up having to do a lot of stuff alone because nobody else understands it. I can tell you how to do it tomorrow. I can tell you how not to have to spend two years in research and 10 years in building this and losing friendships and gaining friendships and, and, and the hardships and the scars and the wars and getting escorted out by security, you know, just cause you want to do, you do something a little bit different, you know, uh, not being invited places because you always live, you know, or you always tell the truth. So, you know, people can't invite you over. And, 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 and the thing about the thing I love about that is, uh, my confirmation to stop worrying about folk was Harry Belafonte once said uh, there was an interview. There was an actual wonderful documentary, and I can't quite I have to go back and find the video I have online. But there was a wonderful documentary where these uh, new young icons uh, were, sat down and interviewed the older icons, new school and old school. And Nick Cannon, uh, who who is becoming an old school guy today, got a chance in his younger life to sit down with Harry Belafonte. And he was asking Harry Belafonte, you know, how do you how do you navigate, you know, in Hollywood and being this having this kind of consciousness about, you know, always standing up for black people? Because in that time, not I mean, think about it, not until today can a lot of these successful people walk around saying black lives matter. And he was asking, you know, 10 years ago, maybe um, Harry Belafonte, you know, how did you guys do? Well, they were blacklisted. They didn't get to walk around saying Black Lives Matter. They chose, I'm going to choose Black Lives Matter than, than Hollywood, right? And they were blacklisted for that. And so today, you know, and think, think about Kaepernick, you know. So anyway, um, but what Harry, Harry Belafonte said about, you know, not being able to socialize. And I don't get to socialize much. I don't get invited. I don't get invited to a lot of stuff. I get invited to stuff when they, they feel like they have something to gain. But I don't get invited to a lot of stuff. In fact, you know, that's another thing. I have to mourn that because I invite a lot of people into my, into my circle and when I'm doing things, when I'm, when I'm creating. I invite a lot of people to the table. People say, well, what do you bring to the table? And I go, the table. I mean, it's, it's factual and proven. I bring the freaking table. I got the receipts for the tables that I have bought. Okay, I, I, in fact, I'm, I'm still trying to buy another table because I'm still trying to bring some people around a table. I am always shopping for a table. Promise you, <laughs> I was shopping just yesterday. I need a new table right now to go in my studio, right? I'm always shopping for a table. I, what do you bring to the table? The table. I am always shopping for a table. In fact, I'm getting ready to order some table covers, okay? Uh, but anyway... Let me see if I can get back on. But Harry Belafonte, when he asked Harry Belafonte about socializing and, 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 and doing the whole Black Lives Matter thing, you know, half a century ago, if not a century ago, because the man is about a century old. Um, Harry Belafonte said, you know, he said literally this, and I can quote it because it became my model. He says, I don't, when I go to Hollywood, I don't hang. Just that just that part, okay? And when he said it, I was like, man, the man, first of all, you know Harry Belafonte is like like one of the coolest men ever. You got Harry, you got Sidney Poitier, you got uh, uh, Billy Dee Williams, right? And I'm, I'm still suspect on Sidney Poitier. I'm like, how you been 
um, best friends with Bill Cosby all these years. But he might have been like me. He might have been like trying not to be. And, and, and you can definitely see where Sidney Poitier continuously distanced himself from Bill Cosby. Uh, even though they did that slew of movies together, you know, and wore in Hollywood at the same, some of the same time, you can definitely see the distance there. And we, we probably now know why that distance is there. But if you knew that if you had to distance you for whatever reasons you drew a line, maybe because he was faithful to his wife and the other one wasn't, you know, but I know, cause I asked me in this, they will know what's going on and, and suppress it and don't even discuss it. I got the receipts for that too. One one of the podcasts I have done re- repeatedly over the years is talk to men about knowing what their friends are doing and not doing anything about it. And they have said to me, they don't discuss it. They do not even approach the topic. They go to the gym. They go do the basketball. They go on their whatevers. They do all this stuff. But if that man in their circle has some stuff going on, they, 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 they draw the line. There's a line drawn. Because you know he wants to boast and brag. Remember Trump on that bus? All these circles of men got one. I mean, all the stuff that he does, he got to tell somebody. And he tells them. And they listen. They may not co-sign. Because remember, remember all those men stepped off the... That was the worst thing I ever seen in my life. Not the worst thing I ever seen in my life. That goes, that tops up there with the worst things I have seen in my life. When Trump and old coward ass Billy Bush, who was, who was, Billy Bush knew, he knew he had something to gain by kissing up to Trump and serving up his coworkers, serving up women in his industry. Billy Bush was a groomer, y'all, and they even put him back on television. He was a groomer. He would serve up women to men like Trump. Where do you think they found these women that they could abuse? He would serve up, uh, and and do I even need to say allegedly because he's been punished for it? I don't think we need to say allegedly because he has been punished for it. He was fired. He was out of work, and damn if they ain't trying to bring him back. Um, But when you listen, because Trump was egged on, and Billy Bush was the guy egging him on, and throwing the female women, female co-workers in the entertainment industry under the bus in this conversation. But what we also saw, what was most shocking is that once Billy Bush, coward-ass Billy Bush, and, and egotistical, narcissistic, sick behind Trump, Stepped off that bus. You thought it was just the two of them because that's all you heard. But then you saw man after man after man after man come out of the bus. That's why they call it the old locker room thing. All those men sat silently as Trump talked about how he had intentionally abused another man's wife. He wasn't talking about what you think is a woman and what y'all classify as a woman who attracts that kind of attention. He was talking about another man's what he would do, had done, what he had done, I don't think we need to say allegedly, um, but what he had done and what he intended to do and how far he wanted to go with another man's wife. And this is the conversation he felt he needed to have in the company of men. So I take that as a classic case study.
as a sample population to the larger population. And when you look at how as many men as were on that bus, and I, I guess they represented press corps to some degree, uh, because Trump, you know, has, has for the last, you know, last two terms, he ran for president second time he won. So he had been in a presidential capacity um, for during this time, which otherwise, like, why, why would he be on a, a press tour, you know? And then when you see him after having that conversation on an open mic, step off that bus and walk up to this young lady who they had even degraded in that conversation, right? And walk up to her and then watch them slime their way around her. It's like her having, and I won't say she had no idea. She probably had every idea. She probably had been warned on the Whisper Network. The Whisper Network is a network of people who have been victimized. Uh, uh, women say, listen, be careful. Be careful. You, you're scheduled to do this today. And these are some of the worst men on the planet that you have to spend. You have to spend this broadcast time with. And no, no one has come into their presence and been okay. So be careful, right? And then there are those you say that too, and they go like, I'm not like that. That would never happen to me. And it might not ever happen to you, but we need you to react on the fact that it happened to everybody before you. Because believe you me, like I just said, I'm, I'm a one and done. I don't keep a lot of people around me because I make sure that I don't have anything to gain through those kind of means, right? I can say that, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to react to the fact that if if because I'm going I'm to ward it off. But I know if I ward it off, it's going on somewhere else because that's what that kind of energy does. It might not can exist in your space. At 45 inches, this, if you got to go five seconds over. All right, I'm just going to say, you might be that kind of, you might be that kind of energy that, that repels the other energy. But it's going somewhere else. I did an example of that with my daughter's story time. And I'm not even going to get into the story. And I told my daughter, she was, she was about to be, I'm like, wait a minute. I can see this energy bouncing around this room we were in. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. And it hit, bounced on my daughter. I'm like, hold up, shake that off. Shake that off. Your tone just changed. You know, you got to get with your kids. Like, hold up. Right? We out at lunch. And I'm like, wait a minute, we've been good. We've been good all day. What, what just happened? Shake, then I told my daughter, you know, shake that off. And she shook it off because that's what you do. And mama says, shake that off. Don't, don't get out of pocket. Shake that off. And I told my daughter, I said, now watch. She shook it off. And I said, now watch. And it repel- she repelled it. And we literally saw the energy move to the next table behind us, y'all. Then people started arguing. <laughs> It, it, I mean, we literally watched it bounce around the room and people shake it off like, whoa, you got to shake that stuff off, y'all. This, this energy is real, okay? Whether you subscribe to it or not, it's real. And if you don't believe it, you probably, you probably carrying a whole lot of energy. I do how to get out of bed because I need to spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes, sometimes an hour going through my energy, getting my energy right to get out of bed. I got out of bed because I'm like, I need to charge my phone. Now I got to figure out how to get back up off this couch when I hit the stop button. Go make these beds because I got to make the beds in the morning, right? 
All right, go shower, go get ready, figure out what I'm, I don't even have to figure out what I'm going to wear today because we're doing a pajama day. And and I and why are we doing pajama day? Because Patty Betty brought me a brand new pair of pajamas yesterday. I'm going to wear them on the broadcast. It's pajama day. Because um, I want to I want to free up somebody else to be in their pajamas and still be still be the CEO and all that other kind of stuff. Whatever you need to subscribe to, I'm wearing pajamas today. It's Wednesday. Uh, it's the second Wednesday. We're gonna let's. In fact, I four more declare second Wednesday pajama day. Tuesday was pajama day. All right, I'm still in those pajamas, the said pajamas. So I'm getting ready to take my shower and I'm gonna put on this really nice uh, set of pajamas that I now have. And uh, and I will be wearing them on said broadcast at one thirty this afternoon. But listen, y'all, that energy don't. If it's not good energy, don't let it on you. If it's not good energy, don't let it on you. Shake it off. I'm telling you, that's gonna be the name of this one right now because that's what that's what I had. I one of the things that I have had to process all this week is energy. What? Because like I said I'm mourning. I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning. But yet I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, I've, I've lost something, but I didn't lose anything. I lost something, but I didn't lose anything. You say it again. I lost, I lost someone, but I didn't lose anything. Because the people, not, there's no things attached to the people. There are no people attached to my things. I keep that separate, right? Only thing I, only thing, you know what I gain? All my energy back. You know what I gain? All my time back. You know what I gain? All my mind back. You know what I gain? All my heart back. <laughs> so what did I have? What did I have? And you know what else I gained? I gained all that I had to glean. And I had to glean it just like Ruth. Because, you know, I know y'all love that Ruth and Boaz thing. And, you know, when he was talking about, okay, well, who is this going through my field? And I, I'm not a Bible-spoken person a Bible a reading person, but I did read this part. And uh, he was like, wait, who is that gleaning through my field? Okay, y'all leave. He said, y'all leave some. I'm like, well, why not invite her to come on a day and go on and get, go on and get what she need? Leave some. Because maybe she would have said no. Maybe I don't know. But I, I had to glean. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. There are other fields. There are other fields. Maybe that wasn't a Boaz thing. Maybe I'm just, maybe I'm now in the Boaz. Like, wait, wait, from where, from whence did you come, child? <laughs> right? I'm like, now, because now I'm in, another, I'm in a group, and I was like, I'm learning every day, all day. And guess what? There's nothing, the, the connection, there's nothing to gain. It's like, it's just, it's just, hey, we're all, we're all here for each other. And it's like, it, and it took, it took one thing. Here I was again, trying to trying to give something else. And I was like, oh, but no, this is something. I'm like, wait, but you already know that? And I was like, oh, you didn't want me to know that. And and if you if you didn't realize I needed that, like, you know, have you ever had somebody tell you, I didn't know you needed that? And sometimes people won't know because we don't we haven't said anything. But you know, I live so much in public. I express so much. There's there's no way, you know. But think about it, because we say it all the time. We we feel it all the time. It's a it's another sensation. Uh, loss is a sensation. Um, you know, whether you lose your keys, you don't feel good. You lose your purse. Don't feel you don't like that feeling. Those feelings 
too many times we can't get out of bed because we're trying to force ourselves into energies, having enough energy to deal with things that we don't want in our life anyway, that we don't like in our life anyway, and we just don't have the information. We just don't have the information to change it. Information is liberation. It liberates you. I'm so freaking liberated. I went to bed last night in my prayers and in everything. I, my whole conversation was somewhere around 7 o'clock. Turn to liberation. It's about liberating. I don't know if I watched, uh, I probably watched something online or read something. Or It's about liberation. I'm so freaking liberated right now. And yeah, there's, there's still some things, one or two things that's not on par. And I, and I keep wanting to say there's still some things that's not right, but it's just one. It's literally like maybe two, maybe two. Hear me when I say that. And that's our that's coming October. It's on it's on the whole chart now. It's at the it's in it's down there by the finish line. Cause the start was go ahead and make the call. And the yes was, okay, we can do this in October. Okay, now I'm in the get ready. Get your mind right, girl. You gotta have your mind right. Because it's gotta get done. Cause it's you know, it's it's like, hey, that might be the only thing holding up the progress right now. Everything else is in line. But what's holding, what's holding all, all of the other pieces up is one more thing. Okay, we got to go into and, and like I said, it's, it's, only, it's only one of, it's two things. Uh, and the other one, I'm not even going to try to do today because it's Wednesday. I got to jump back in producer mode and I'll go. All right, I did take y'all through this for 52 uh, minutes. Thank you for doing that. I'm going to take the last of it and just reiterate that because, oh, my God, I got to go back and listen because I, I just said, dang it. I, I, I keep telling y'all I need to write it down because I said the title. I said what I wanted the title to be, and now I'm going to have to rewind or fast forward and figure out what it was I said. <laughs> All right, but listen, the conversation does not stop right here. And if this was just a start for you and you need more episodes, you need more reasons, more ways to figure out how to get out of bed, how to deal with depression and anxiety and grief and loss and and, and see more of the great things and the miracles that are around you, the opportunities that are around you, you know, um, like they said, the speck in the eye. It's like it's like we there's so much negative energy bouncing around. You got to learn how to bob and weave. You got to bob and weave. You got to, um, you know, figure out what is it going to take. For me, it took speaking, saying stuff out loud. For me, it meant documenting this process because that's what I've done. I've documented everybody else's process. Document my own process over these last couple of years, uh, how I'm going to get out of this bed. Over after loss and dealing with grief and dealing with enormous change, enormous change uh, in my life and an and, and enormous opportunity, you know, and why try to figure out why I said no to some opportunities and yes to others. Why I am this kind of nurturing person where I'm always nurturing the ideas of others and, uh, and need to be pouring into myself. I'm just not that kind of person. But I, I am now. I gotta be, and 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 I hate that. I said this yesterday. I hate that. I have to be in spite of, like 
I'm doing me right now spitefully <laughs> because because I'm I'm mad because I don't I don't I don't want to give it to anybody else because people don't do well with it. They do well, they just don't do well with it in return, right? You know, as far as like paying it forward and you know and that kind of thing. Um, so you know, I have to I have to deal with that. I have to deal with that. I have to talk to that my reflection in that mirror, and it's like no. I, when I tell y- y'all, if I were to tell you how many times a day I tell myself no, keep that, keep that. Keep it, keep it, keep it, keep it. I'm telling you, I the ideas ain't stopped. The opportunities ain't stopped. I'm like, keep it. Be selfish. Be spiteful. Like, no, don't give, don't give, I have to tell myself all day long, don't give that away. Don't give that, no. Mm-mm. That's, this is yours. And, and even in the advice that went out, I had to say to myself, you better have something to gain. I'm like, but I don't really have that. That's not going to, it, it, it's it, what, well, listen, stop and find a benefit. Cause I, I can say all that. It's not going to benefit me. I'm trying to benefit others, others. Right. Um, no, the advice that went out, find something to gain out of it. Time management hacks. I need those times. I bought that book. I could have, I could have said to her, Hey, listen, send me one of your books and, and come on the show. I didn't want that kind of connection. I bought the book. She does a, a video on Tuesdays, and in the video, she has a link to get the book. I'm going I'm to buy this book. I could have ran into her at the grocery store at a meeting. I could have gone to the networking and said, hey, can I have one of your books I want to talk about on my show? I don't even want to solicit like that no more. I bought the book. It, it arrived. She emailed me. She said, hey, did you get your book? I got the book. Here's, here's what I got for you. Can you come on and talk about it? It is it's absolutely helpful. This book is absolutely helpful. It's going to help me get back to doing a 30-minute pod, podcast instead of an hour. And I said, come on and talk about time management. Everybody's trying to figure out time management now, especially those of you doing the work from home and, and raising the kids and having to spend 24-7 with family again and those kind of things. We got to organize. We definitely have to organize our time. Look at look at all the stuff I got to do. Like I know on Wednesdays, I can't do nothing else but produce this broadcast that comes on this afternoon. And in between now and then, I've got to shower. I've got to get in the wardrobe. And then even afterward, that's not that's the delivery part. <clears throat> There's a whole after thing that I have to do after that. And by then, I'm exhausted. And then I got to cook dinner. I got to figure out dinner. And I'm exhausted. And then I'm ready to get back on the couch and watch my shows. But have something to gain. Have too many of us are out here trying to be saints and angels and so forth. Mm, I think I think we better have some. I think I, I know I said earlier, you know, I make sure I don't put a lot on it. But you know what? I'm, I'm rethinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have something to gain out of it. Because only because you're probably not going to get the reaction of your give back that you that you want that sensation. You know, somebody will ruin that sensation. And I don't, what I don't want you to have to do, I don't want you to have to second guess Give your giving. I don't want you to have to second guess 
things you say. I don't like people having a second guess. I don't want you to have to, you know, monitor your words, monitor your feelings, and all those kinds of things. I just want you to be well connected. Check your connections around you. Check the energies, you know, when you, have, when you go to have to do things. You know, how is your energy when you have to get up and get dressed and go to work? How is your energy when you have to deal with family? How is your energy in your relationship, you know? Are y'all just repelling the negative energy back and forth? A volleying, you know, a negative energy? You know what I'm saying? I think what I said was loss. What did you lose? You know, I think that's what we're talking about. You lost something, but didn't lose something. You lost something, but didn't lost, lose nothing. I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to go back and listen and, and find out what I said. Everybody, I got 30 seconds to tell you, listen, listen, listen. Okay. Um, we monetize this thing. We leverage this thing and we leverage it with shopdryerbuzz.com. You hear me talk about these wonderful showers I have. And I need to cut off because I got nine seconds to tell you. Listen, at the end, it's going to tell you to go to dryerbus.com. Just make sure you go and support and uh, just do us that favor. Go now to dryerbus.com and follow at dryerbus on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.